If we want to change our lives, we are often told that we need to think big, do more, make drastic changes and sometimes even travel across continents. But like Haruki Murakami says, no matter how far you travel, you can never get away from yourself. Like Murakami, several writers and thinkers throughout history have spoken about the power of our mind and thoughts. The idea that our happiness and satisfaction, which is something we all aspire towards, is guided from the inside out. And yet, we tend to overestimate the power of our external environment and underestimate the power of our internal environment, aka our mind and thoughts. Hello, you wonderful people. Welcome to the channel. How are you guys doing? So today I want to talk about the importance of mindset and mental models and share with you certain mindset shifts that have completely changed the way that I approach life. These are shifts that have helped me live a more enriching life, have a more fulfilling experience. Our mindset is a set of beliefs that shape how we perceive and react to our world and ourselves. It influences how we think, how we feel and how we behave in any given situation. And a lot of our mindsets get shaped as we grow from children into adults. I've come to realize that even as adults, we can proactively work to change our mindset and grow into more complete, a more honest version of ourselves. The mindset shifts that I'm going to be talking about in this video are a result of habits, some of which I have cultivated over several years and some that I've come into as recently as last year because of being stuck at home due to the pandemic. Number one, being more intentional instead of living by default. I read a beautiful quote somewhere and it really stuck with me. Avoid acting according to your feelings. Resort to acting as per your values. I believe that tapping into our values on a daily basis can mark the difference between living intentionally and living by default. Let me explain what that means. We all have a default mode in almost every aspect of life, whether it looks like retreating into our shell, staying in bed or disappearing behind the world of entertainment and social media. These are things we do when we are faced with a challenging situation because they're comfortable, they're what we know and they take the least amount of effort. When I'm faced with a challenging situation in my personal life, for example, I often default to burying myself behind my work because I'm a workaholic and that gives me comfort. And when I'm faced with a challenging situation in my work, I default to procrastinating and killing time on social media. Living intentionally starts with simply acknowledging that life is made up of choices. And we can choose to take action or react to a situation guided by our beliefs and values rather than just doing what's comfortable. Although I've pondered about this concept for a very long time, I only put it into practice last year. It started with the more obvious things first like working out, my work, my mental health, but slowly I think it's uh, seeped into the very fabric of my thinking. Now. I am very intentional with not only my thoughts, but also my reactions to situations, to people. I always now try to think before I act. That is not to say that I've reached the perfect state or the final stage. 
there is no final stage. This is like a continuous process. My aim, my goal with this is to grow into a version of myself that is no longer afraid to get out of their comfort zone. Number two, questioning my why. The question why doesn't nearly get as much credit as it should. We are always asking it when we are kids. Why is the sky blue? Why do birds fly? Why can't humans fly? But as we grow into adults, we just stop asking it all together. My theory is that it happens because we are afraid of the answer. But asking this one single question can have remarkable results. And that is because asking why makes us come face to face with our own reality. It helps us become comfortable with our desire and then ultimately helps us take action according to those. The idea is to keep asking this question till you reach the answer where you are either satisfied or cannot ask this any longer. Why do I wake up early? Because I believe it helps me become more productive. Why do I want to be more productive? So that I can do everything that I want to do without getting overwhelmed. Why do I want to do so many things? Because it keeps me fulfilled and allows me to live life to the fullest. You get the gist. Now this practice for me is an internalized one. I don't look outside for answers. Although I keep continuously asking why to almost every single situation. The idea is to understand how anything that I'm doing aligns with my core values and my core beliefs and to also figure out whether my core values and my core beliefs need changing and upgrading in the process. In short, this one single question, this why, is the key on your quest to living more intentionally. Number three, letting things go. I love this quote by a French philosopher, Simone Weil. Attachment is the great fabricator of illusions. Reality can be obtained only by someone who is detached. The philosophy of detachment or non-attachment was first introduced to me about a decade ago uh, when I started the practice of Ashtang Yoga under the guidance of my guru. Uh, in Sanskrit, the term for this is Vairagya. The concept of detachment implies that even though you are a part of this world and you are taking all of the experiences that come with being human, you don't get stuck in the humdrum of life. It does not mean indifference or apathy. Think of it more like going through the experiences without getting stuck on any one experience in particular, whether it's good or bad. The first step to understanding and practicing detachment is learning to let things go. More often than not, our minds tend to cling on to things, to people, to ideas and desires. If you've ever wanted to recreate a memory, an experience, or if you feel sad about things not being the way they were, then you've experienced this firsthand. The reason is usually our conditioning and our ego that leads to our fixation with viewpoints that we have grown to believe are true. In reality, every experience is not only fleeting, but every experience is subjective. Something that starts is also going to come to an end. And something that you experience in one particular way isn't going to be the same as I experience it. That is one of the most fundamental laws of nature. So our attachment to something will end up bringing us sadness and despair because when it ends, we will not want to let it go. 
letting go is something that I've been practicing and implementing for several years now. What this has done is allow me to be more present with my experiences without getting caught up in the past or the future of it all. Of course, like with the first mindset shift, there is no finality in this. It's a continuous process. It's a continuous journey. It's just a more fulfilling experience to take something in the present moment and experience it to the fullest and not have to worry about whether it's going to last forever. Number four, practicing meaning and contentment over happiness. Every single day of the year, we are being sold happiness, whether it's in the form of a pill or a book or a vacation or a piece of clothing. The underlying idea is the same, that happiness is something that you need to chase and earn. We are made to believe that we need to strive for happiness, that we need to chase it in the form of our goals or desires and that we need to run away from sadness or unpleasantness. All of these associations make happiness a temporary result of something that we are doing or something that we aspire to do. Instead, if we practice finding contentment and meaning in the things that we do, our journey becomes a lot more enriching. He who is not contended with what he has would not be contended with what he would like to have. Socrates. True contentment is a deep-seated sense of accepting who and where we are at any given moment. That does not mean that you don't grow or don't strive to grow. Contentment is not the same as complacency. But practicing contentment ensures that your desire for growth is not born out of unhappiness or dissatisfaction, but out of genuine curiosity and the desire to learn. Practicing gratitude on a regular basis has been one of the key steps for me in helping me become more content and comfortable with what I have. It puts a lot of things into perspective and it allows me to appreciate the good in life. And with that, we come to the end of the video. Thank you so much for watching, you guys. If you enjoyed and if you took something away from this video, I would appreciate if you hit the subscribe button and click on the thumbs up icon. And let me know in the comments if you would like me to elaborate on any of these points and what else you guys would like to watch. As usual, I will see you next week. Until then, you can catch me on Instagram. Bye.